There's a conspiracy afoot that's pulling the world into darkness. Information is the new battlefield. Propaganda, disinformation, and media manipulation dominate the minds of the public. Join us on the Dark to Light Show as we remove the head of the snake and expose media censorship, social and cultural engineering, and the unfolding global conspiracy of the New World Order. Alright, welcome back to the Dark Delight Show. It is Thursday, September 22nd, the first day of fall. And every time I think of the first day of fall, all I think of is Joe Biden falling down the stairs, moving on to Air Force One. <laughs> well, you know, I wish we could start the day off a little bit better with great news, but it seems that the deep state is fighting back as hard as they possibly can. The House has passed legislation changing the electoral vote counting process for presidential elections. Nine Republicans who apparently are either retiring or not running for re-election or who have lost their primaries are the ones who voted for it, including Liz Cheney, Adam Kissinger, Peter Major, Gonzalez, Jacobs, Butler, Rice, Kotkow, and Upton. So th- this bill we talked about the other day, this is where they changed the, uh, the date of the state certification. They change uh, the appeal process to where the president can appeal it in the state in the event of a national disaster and extend the voting period, which both of these allow for for more time for them to accumulate votes, if you want to look at it like that. But the one part that really got me, and I talked about this a little uh, a little bit last night on the podcast, is that this is a direct violation of the United States Constitution. And the reason I say that is because The U.S. Constitution is very specific, all right? And it puts the rights to vote in the hands of the state. So if the rights to vote are in the hands of the state and the laws governing governing the right to vote are in the state, that means that that is constitutionally dictated. That means that the only way that you can change that is with a constitutional convention and two-thirds majority. Congress has no right to change the Constitution. They cannot reinterpret the Constitution to their liking. And so what they did in this bill is they're allowing federal courts to basically determine what happens on state elections. Now, that's a direct violation of the United States Constitution. I'm surprised nobody more is talking about that. And so we have the Tenth Amendment for a reason. We have the Articles of the Constitution for a reason, and all these were put there for a separation of power, separation of of the federal government and state, a balance between the various powers. And so this is the one that concerns me the most. Because what this allows is any corrupt federal judge to basically overrule and overturn any determination or decision made by a state pertaining to their elections. This is not a good thing. Next thing they're going to try to do is get rid of the Electoral College. Absolutely. This is what they want to do. They've been trying to do this for a long time and move it towards a general vote, which obviously if they can cheat and produce ballots, the general vote is the best way to go. This is a democracy, which is a mob rule. We don't have a democracy. We have a constitutional republic. There's a big difference. And the big difference is the system of checks and balances and the complete non-dependence upon the democratic process. 
which if we had a democracy, 51% control the other 49%. This is what the Democrats want because they can control the balance of votes in an election by, well, creating up names, creating up ballots, and stealing the election, just like they did in 2018 and just like they did in 2020. So this is not a great bill. I'm hoping that this bill gets shut down in the Senate and squashed thereafter. And then we can move into the midterms where we can take back the House and the Senate and win with flying colors, get American first candidates in there and start taking back our country. Although I think the globalists and the deep state have other plans pertaining to this. I think we all realize that something big is cooking right now. If you take the, you know, human emotion, human emotion has the ability to affect a lot of different things, including the environment and nature. We're electrical beings and there's massive electrical energy that is, that is built up within our, our collective consciousness, if you want to call it that. And right now you've had, what, the second earthquake just hit Mexico. You got hurricanes galore um, south of Florida. You have some of the worst droughts. And I don't, I don't count this out as weather manipulation. But this also could be a factor of human emotion. That everything is coming to an apex. That everything is coming to this head. And everybody is waiting specifically for some event, some black swan event, something to happen. To where the determination of the future is made. You feel it, I feel it, we all feel it. We all know something is coming. Now, in the name of Game of Thrones, we can just say that winter is coming. And I do think that winter is coming, that there is going to be a dark winter for a short period of time in this country. You know, Bernie Sanders, he was talking to the Senate yesterday, and he was discussing the approval ratings of Congress And Congress has a 16% approval rating. That's where 16% of the people surveyed, and this is a Gallup poll, by the way, 16%, only 16% approve of Congress. That means that 84% disapprove of Congress. Out of that same Gallup poll, it was talked about how the majority of that 84% believe that there's going to come a time where they're going to have to take up arms against their country. Now, that is astronomical and probably one of the first times since the beginning of this country that that has been said, thought of, or even considered. And the reason is, is because out of those 84%, the majority, over 60%, believe that the Congress is corrupt and no longer working in the interest of the people. That they've stolen elections, that they committed treason. And that they sold out this country for their own personal private interest, for power and money. Now, that's probably one of the uh, the most accurate polls I've ever heard of. <laughs> because that's very, very true. Everything that they're talking about there is absolutely true. And, and that's a scary thought for politicians. And that's a scary thought for Americans. Nobody wants that. Nobody wants any type of revolution or uprising or chaos. But if you look at what's happening right now with this country, there is a shift towards a minority opinion. All right? There is a shift towards policies, regulations, laws, and a cultural shift towards that of the minority. 
And we know who we have to blame for that. The World Economic Forum, the globalist, uh, these, these elitists around the world who want us to worship them, who want us to own nothing while they own everything. They rent it out to us and they enslave us through debt. See, that's not going to happen on my watch. And I don't think that's going to happen on your watch. And that's why these polls reflect exactly that. Because people are waking up. We are in the midst of the Great Awakening, which is going to overtake the Great Reset. The Great Awakening is the unveiling of truth. It is the pulling out from the darkness all the crimes and corruptions that have been perpetuated against human beings for a very long time. It's all rising to the surface right now, and these people are backtracking, trying to cover their butts, at the same time trying to implement their new world order. There might be a new world order after all this is said and done, but it'll be one derived from the will of the people, the consent of the governed. It'll be one where people have fair opportunities in this world. The opportunity to go out there and become successful. The opportunity to go out there and be free. The opportunity to start a business and and make as much money as you wish to make. But within that world order, there's definitely going to be massive and major changes. Where people are no longer allowed to get that powerful, that corrupt. We've let it happen. I don't blame us. It's been generations in the making. But we've allowed it to happen. And we're allowing it to happen right now. And it's coming to this point where people are sick and tired of being sick and tired. If you look at what's going on in Iran right now, it's a really interesting story of what's happening in Iran. There's massive, violent protests going on. And so what happened is a young lady was not wearing her... uh, her hijab, and uh, the Islamic morality police arrested her, tortured her, and she eventually died. And the people in Iran took to the streets. And see, here's the thing, is this has been coming for a very long time in Iran. This was just the one small event, and I don't want to make her death sound small, but the one small event that was the catalyst for the people of Iran to revolt and demand their freedoms. And it's escalating. Police officers are getting killed. The people of Iran are pushing towards their government, which is a totalitarian dictatorship. I'm suspecting that you're going to see that happening everywhere very soon. And the reason I say that is because all it's going to take is one event globally. A black swan event, a global economic collapse, a war, a nuclear bomb dropped, something of that nature for the people to say no more. And, you know, speaking of global economic collapse, yesterday the Federal Reserve came out and increased interest rates to 0.75%. And so that was a 0.75 basis point increase. And, uh, Fed Chairman Powell came out and said the U.S. housing market is headed for a quote-unquote correction. (laughs) We're going to talk about what that correction means and what that means for you in just a minute with more Dark Light Show. We'll be right back. (laughs) 
Hey guys, Josh here. Mike Lindell of MyPillow has been an amazing patriot supporting President Trump and conservative and Christian values throughout the last four to five years with everything that's been going on. We ask you to go out to MyPillow.com and help support Mike Lindell as well as myself and this show, The Dark Delight Show, with using promo code RPP to save up to 66% on your purchase. For the best night's sleep in the whole wide world, visit MyPillow.com. The world is becoming more unglued by the day. Local consequences are now showing up. We are seeing sky-high gas prices, higher food prices, shortages, and more. How should you respond? Go to redpills.tv slash patriot. That's R-E-D-P-I-L-L-S dot TV slash patriot. Secure your long-term emergency food storage from My Patriot Supply. My Patriot Supply is by far the largest preparedness company in America. They're in stock and shipping quickly in unmarked boxes to your door. Their emergency food supplies last up to 25 years in storage. When you need it, it'll be there. Lunches, dinners, drinks, and snacks totaling over 2,000 calories a day. Get free shipping on any order over $99. Again, go to redpills.tv slash patriot. The global financial system is on the verge of collapse. Here in the United States of America, we have rising inflation, rising cost of goods and services from gas to food. We have supply chain disruptions. We have the incompetent presidency of the United States of America running the U.S. dollar into the ground by debasing it, by radicalized spending and printing. There is only one thing in this world right now that is a worthy investment that has been the hedge for inflation year after year. Guys, that's gold and silver. Look, I invest in gold and silver, and there's no reason why you should not either. My buddy, Dr. Kirk Elliott, is an economist and financial advisor, and he is amazing at what he does by helping you get your 401ks, your IRAs, or just helping you purchase gold and silver bullion. You can give him a call at 720-605-3900, or go to getgoldtoday.com and let him know that Josh from the Red Pill Project sent you. Josh here from the Dark Delight Show. We are looking for small, medium, large businesses, philanthropies, organizations, nonprofits. If you have a business or a product and you are trying to get your name out there, well, radio advertising is one of the best places to start. We're going to get you out there to multiple different geographics, and I'm telling you, it really does work. We have great spots available here on the Dark Delight Show as well as incredible advertising packages. All you have to do is email us at redpillstv at gmail.com or contact WYSL, and we'll get you taken care of. Dark Delight with Josh Reed on the WYSL stations. All right, we're back with the Dark Delight show. And we're talking about the, uh, the housing market correction. <laughs> so a correction is typically when, you know, a market has been artificially pumped up and it uh, retraces or retracts, has a various little retractment back downward. And Federal Reserve Chairman Powell on Wednesday said the U.S. housing market will probably go through a correction after a period of red-hot price increases. Now, he's trying not to scare people. One of the first indicators, and we talked about this yesterday with Dr. Kirk Elliott and myself, is that the housing market begins to decline. And not just a little bit, not, not a 1% or 2 or 3% pullback. But when you're about to have an economic collapse, you see a massive pullback. Massive. Now, we talked about some numbers yesterday. 
64% decline in mortgage applications. A 27% decrease in builder permits. Luxury home prices have plummeted 28%, the biggest drop on record. 30-year fixed rate mortgage averaged 6.29% for Freddie Mac and is going to go up because of the latest rate increase. What's that telling you? It's telling you that there is something financially happening that is outside of our control. That the market, the markets are reacting, but the market is being artificially stimulated. You can see this. Just look at the stock market. Oh, wow, it's going up. Oh, wow, look, it's, it's doing well. No, it's being stimulated by artificial money, by your money, everybody's money. Yes, it's down a little bit today. If we see the Dow go down below 30K, which it's 92 points away from that, you're probably going to see uh, uh, people start heading out away from the markets. The S&P's at 3761. We're probably going to see that decrease down below 3500. What does this mean? It means that we're in a tough economic time, that we're moving into a depression because we are already in a recession. It's just being covered up. And this came about through radicalized spending by a tyrannical government that sends billions upon billions of dollars each year overseas. Listen, you know, we have problems here in our own country. We have record number of unemployed, record number of homeless, record number of hungry, and yet we send billions of dollars to Ukraine. We send billions of dollars to other foreign countries. And you know why? Because what happens is that money gets funneled into NGOs, nonprofits, non-government organizations, nonprofits, philanthropies. So they can run their pet projects. And they take that money and they fund radicalism in this country and then fund politicians with kickbacks. It's the greatest money laundering scam in the history of mankind. And see, I think what we need is we need a country where we go isolationist for a good four to five years, where we stop sending money overseas. We stop trying to, quote unquote, help other countries that we've completely decimated over the last five decades. You got to understand is that when you put a dictator in control by overthrowing a legitimate government and then pay them billions of dollars a year, that is the bribe. And that's what we've done to Central and South American and Southeast Asian countries for a very long time. Why? So we can get, garner votes in the United Nations? So we can impose sanctions on people we don't like? So we can retain power globally? Quite honestly, we should not be the world police. And I think everybody understands that. If a war breaks out and we need to step in to help save the planet and help save people's lives, yeah, absolutely, we'll stand up. But we don't need to be the global police. And then when you get into this Russia situation, that's where this gets even worse. We're going to talk about that in a minute. But what else did Jerome Powell say? Jobs are next. He warns that unemployment will rise with the rising rates. Well, absolutely. If the rates are rising, the ability to borrow money becomes harder. If it's harder to get 
capitalization, then you can't go out and buy the supplies necessary, the raw materials necessary to make the products that you're making, as well as the supply chain crunch that is occurring, which means that the supply is already diminished. And so companies still have shareholders to report to. And so the easiest way to save money when you have less raw materials coming in less production going out, but increasing prices in retail is to cut people. You don't need that many people if people aren't buying. And Dr. Kirk Elliott actually talked about this yesterday, how we have how we have the retail market on a massive decline. I mean, FedEx had an 89% loss quarter after quarter last month. What does that tell you? Nobody's shipping goods and services. Nobody's buying anything for that stuff to be shipped. Why? Because we're in a recession. People don't spend money. They save money at these points. That's where we're at right now. And this is what is coming next. This is all going to come to a a front. To where the economy is no longer going to be able to be sustained through manipulation and it's going to collapse and it's going to push us into a depression. This is how they usher in the Great Reset. This is how they usher in their CBDC, their central bank digital currency, which is a centralized blockchain that is made specifically to control and enslave people. Now, if you add into the the circus of events happening here, Vladimir Putin had a speech yesterday. He announced that he will call upon roughly 300,000 Russian reservists in a partial mobilization. He says that those who try to blackmail us with nuclear weapons should know that the wind can turn their way. That wasn't actually his real quote. But I find it interesting that that's the quote that they put out there. Um, I actually had a, a Telegram post. If you guys if you guys are on Telegram, you want to check me out. It's um, at Red Pills TV, all one word. But uh, I uh, put a telegram out, and it was highlighting parts of his speech. And he says, and I want you to listen to this carefully, because he outlines exactly what happened to Ukraine, what, why Russia, why Ukraine is really part of Russia, which we can agree or disagree, right? But listen to what he says. He goes, I will explain that American strategic planning documents, which are classified, confirm the possibility of so-called preemptive strike at enemy missile systems, Russian missile systems. We also know that the main adversary of the United States and NATO, it is Russia. NATO documents officially declare our country to be the main threat to the Euro-Atlantic security. Now, what Putin is telling you there is that he has spies that have leaked to him the strategic planning documents of the United States military as well as NATO. And that NATO and America were considering a preemptive strike on Russia. So, so don't take the, 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 the rhetoric, the stuff that you're hearing from the mainstream media, that Putin is the one out there, you know, threatening nuclear war and he's a maniac. Putin is simply reactive in a defensive posture right now. I, and I don't like Putin, but he's reacting in a defensive posture. He says, American strategic planning documents confirm the possibility of a so-called preemptive strike against Russian missile systems. Those are nuclear missile systems. Okay. He's saying that NATO and the United States find that Russia is their biggest threat. Now, we know that Putin's speech was delayed a little bit coming out yesterday. Why? Because one of his good allies and friends, 
just happened to die right before the speech. How convenient. People all around Vladimir Putin are dying. Isn't that interesting? What else did he write here? He says, I have no doubt that they will hope to carry out these plans as they did many times in the past, expanding NATO eastward, moving their military infrastructure to Russian borders and fully ignoring our concerns, protests, and warnings. He says, excuse me, but they simply do not care at all about such things and did whatever they deemed necessary. He then goes on to say, the West supported coup in Ukraine in 2014 and opposed the transition towards Neanderthal and aggressive nationalism and neo-Nazism which have been elevated in Ukraine to the rank of national policy. So he's talking about who controls Ukraine. Then he goes on to say, we want those who seized and continue to hold power in Kiev to immediately stop hostilities. He's talking about the Western nations. And I'm going to get into the other part of where the really the threat and the warning came from. We're going to take a quick break and be right back with more Dark Light Show. Dark Delight with Josh Reed on the WYSL stations. All right, we are back with the Dark Delight Show. And we're talking about Putin's speech. And I was telling you, he says that we want those who seize and continue to hold power in Kiev to immediately stop hostilities. Now, who is he talking about here? Go, go to the last part of the speech. West supported coup in Ukraine in 2014 and they opposed the transition towards Neanderthal and aggressive nationalism and neo-Nazism, which had been elevated in Ukraine to the rank of national policy. He's talking about the West-supported coup who's in power in Ukraine. And then he says this. I would like to be clear and straightforward. In the current circumstances, when our proposals for an equal dialogue on fundamental issues have actually remained unanswered by the United States and NATO, when the level of threats to our country has increased significantly, Russia has every right to respond in order to ensure its security. And that is exactly what we will do. That's Putin's threat. Putin lays out that, hey, look, we went to the table. We tried to talk to you guys. You guys don't want to listen. You don't care to listen. You guys have infiltrated a border country of ours that has many of our people in it. You have taken over the political system and and implemented neo-Nazist policies. He also goes on to talk about in this speech of how genocide has occurred to those people in the Donbass region for over 14 years through genetically targeted bioweapons. And that Russia's sick of it and they will defend themselves, is what he's saying. Because what's happening is the United States is pumping munitions, weapons, even military contractors into Ukraine to fight against Russia. And that is an act of war. I don't care any way you want to look at it. And Putin's just saying, hey, look. You guys want to continue this this charade, we'll play the game. We're going to start taking out your targets. And so this is definitely going to escalate, at least in my opinion. Um, But don't believe the rhetoric that you're seeing on the mainstream media. Putin is, is an incredibly intelligent human being. He knows what he's doing. And he's trying to save his country. He's trying to 
reorganize the global order so that his country, his people, don't lose their sovereignty or whatever little sovereignty that they have. Serbia president has warned the greatest world conflict will happen within the next two months. This, this is no joke. This is happening all over the place. You had uh, the, the general of the United Nations, Guterres, come out and say that we are on the brink of a global world conflict. President of Serbia has warned that the planet is entering into a great world conflict that could take place within the next two months. Alexander Visinik made the alarming comics during his first day at the UN General Assembly, General Assembly session in New York. You see a crisis in every part of the world, Vivek told the Serbian state broadcaster RTS. I think realistic predictions ought to be even darker. Our position is even worse since the UN has been weakened and the great powers have taken over and practically destroyed the UN order over the past several de- decades. What's he talking about there? Huh? Let, let's listen to that comment again. He goes, our position is even worse since the United Nations has been weakened and the great powers have taken over and practically destroyed the United Nations order over the past several decades. He cautioned that the war between Russia and Ukraine had moved on a far deadlier phase. I assume that we're leaving the phase of the special military operation and approaching a major armed conflict. And now the question becomes, where is the line? And whether after a certain time, maybe a month or two, even will we enter a great world conflict not seen since the Second World War? Well, he's talking about how the United Nations has been weakened by great powers. This is the globalist. This is the World Economic Forum. This is the Bilderberg Group. This is the elitist who have hijacked the United Nations, who have hijacked the United States of America and other Western nations. And they are pushing this. They want this world war. They want World War III to break out because that is the level of chaos that they need in order to implement their one world government. See, they need everybody in fear on their knees, trembling and saying, please save us, globalist. Please save us, government. That's what they're moving for. Now, Russia has began uh, unmanned drone attacks in Ukraine, as well as a crude oil tanker, Alexia, on its way from uh, the Uslaga in Russia to Istanbul has a fire on board. The tanker is reportedly drifting in the Gulf of Finland, and we know that this is most likely, it was probably a Russian refueling vessel, And this is what's going to happen is we're going to see this asymmetrical warfare being played out. Um, So keep your attention on that. And what I would recommend doing is just having a few months worth of food and supplies. Because although this war is over in Eastern Europe, it could easily come over here. And with everything that we know that's coming, the global financial collapse the supply chain shortages, you need to have some type of emergency preparation. If you want to, you can go to redpills.tv slash patriot. That's R-E-D-P-I-L-L-S dot TV slash patriot. And that's our, our My Patriot Supply, a company that we work with. They'll help you out and take care of you, and you can help support everything that we're doing. But I would highly recommend that you get something that's going to have a long shelf life. Their food lasts 25 plus years on the shelf. Um, dry packed, really good stuff. I actually, um, I had, uh, found a homeless man down the street the other day and opened up a few packs and took some down to him and 
saw him a few days later. He's like, dude, that was some good stuff. <laughs> like, good, man. Good. Glad. So, I don't know if you guys heard about this guy, Shannon Brandt. He, uh, he, he plowed down a 17-year-old Republican. Um, so, there is some 17-year-old kid celebrating in North Dakota. And uh, this Shannon Brandt dude, 41-year-old, driving a vehicle... Um, he came out and said that this kid was a right-wing extremist and smacked him with a car, killing the teenager. And so this is a very sad story, but, but listen to how this is written. The North Dakota man who allegedly admitted to fatally striking a teenage pedestrian with his car because the pair had a political argument was just released from jail on a $50,000 bond. This is premeditated murder. He struck the pedestrian because the pedestrian was threatening him, apparently, is what is being said now. Brandt stated the pedestrian called some people and Brandt was afraid they were coming to get him. Brandt admitted to state radio that he hit the pedestrian and that the pedestrian was part of the Republican extremist group. This is what happens when you allow George Soros appointed attorney generals, when you allow liberal policies to come into your state, is you get violent criminals being released. Remember what just happened in Illinois last week, where they're no longer going to detain you for rape, murder, or any violent crimes, domestic violence? No, no, you you just get immediately released, most of the times without bond. Why? It goes back to the global firestorm event and everything that I've said about political destabilization. Sorry, about social and cultural destabilization. They want to destabilize the communities. They want to destabilize the cities. They want chaos in the streets. And this is what they're pushing for. Luckily, we got some good governors out there. I don't know if you heard that Governor Abbott of Texas had declared Mexican drug cartels terrorist organizations. And this comes about because of the massive fentanyl overdoses. Now, he does claim that the fentanyl is being produced in Mexico. I, I highly doubt that. The fentanyl is being produced in China. We know this through a molecular signature of the majority of the fentanyl that's being found in the United States of America. Um, and, and you know what? <clears throat> Joe Biden should do the same thing. They should declare anybody who's bringing fentanyl into this country a domestic terrorist. Because right now at Fort Bragg, They've had a series of deaths. Over 20 people, 20 soldiers have died due to fentanyl overdoses. I don't think that this is an accident. I think that this is being done conspiratorially. <laughs> I do. I just have that mind. It just doesn't make sense that you would have that type of epidemic on a base like that. But then you have Governor DeSantis, you know, taking the busloads of illegal immigrants and sending them to sanctuary cities, of which once they get to these sanctuary cities that just happen to have politicians that live there, they deport the illegal immigrants to a bigger city. And it's the uh, the hypocrisy and the irony in the situation, isn't it? But uh, DeSantis, man, he's uh, he's a real patriot. He's definitely out there fighting for the people. And uh, I, couldn't, I couldn't be happier with a governor. I, I actually want to move to Florida because of it. Tom Cotton, conservatives should oppose media cartel bill, cartel bill that will lead to more censorship. And I agree with him. He said on Wednesday that conservatives should oppose the Journalism Competition and Preservation Act because it will lead to more censorship. It lets the media form a cartel to negotiate with big tech. Conservatives should 
oppose special treatment for favored industries, and a cartel will lead to more censorship. Republicans should vote no on the JCPA, Cotton said in the statement. And uh, he's absolutely right. So this is basically, and by the way, Ted Cruz has already caved on this and said that he'll vote for it. And basically what this does is this allows big media to collaborate with big tech and basically drown you and me out. Alternative media, say goodbye. That's what happens if this bill is passed. And it's just another violation of our First Amendment rights, of how Congress can basically design these bills to undermine our constitutional rights and freedoms. Now, one of the ways that they've done this is they've utilized the FBI, weaponized FBI, to come after conservatives, calling us extremists, labelists, and as such, you know, developing through DHS and FBI various different documents that produce funding um, that uh, bring about concerns of the right wing. Well, the FBI had a whistleblower who was working with Project Veritas and, and the Gateway Pundit, Uh, The FBI special agent Steve Friend has gone public, exposing the disgusting FBI lies and unprecedented attacks on conservative Americans. In July, FBI whistleblower revealed to congressional Republicans that FBI leadership is pressuring agents to artificially pad domestic terrorism data. This is what we've been talking about with these different DHS and FBI documents. According to the FBI agents, the Bureau is leading a narrative that helps the Biden regime while painting Trump supporters as terrorists. Wow. We're going to take a quick break. We'll be back with more Dr. Light Show right after this. Hey guys, Josh here. Mike Lindell of MyPillow has been an amazing patriot supporting President Trump and conservative and Christian values throughout the last four to five years with everything that's been going on. We ask you to go out to MyPillow.com and help support Mike Lindell as well as myself and this show, The Dark Delight Show, with using promo code RPP to save up to 66% on your purchase. For the best night's sleep in the whole wide world, visit MyPillow.com. The world is becoming more unglued by the day. Local consequences are now showing up. We are seeing sky-high gas prices, higher food prices, shortages, and more. How should you respond? Go to redpills.tv slash patriot. That's R-E-D-P-I-L-L-S TV slash Patriot and secure your long-term emergency food storage from My Patriot Supply. My Patriot Supply is by far the largest preparedness company in America. They're in stock and shipping quickly in unmarked boxes to your door. Their emergency food supplies last up to 25 years in storage. When you need it, it'll be there. Lunches, dinners, drinks, and snacks totaling over 2,000 calories a day. Get free shipping on any order over $99. Again, go to redpills.tv slash patriot. The global financial system is on the verge of collapse. Here in the United States of America, we have rising inflation, rising cost of goods and services from gas to food. We have supply chain disruptions. We have the incompetent presidency of the United States of America running the U.S. dollar into the ground by debasing it by radicalized spending and printing. There is only one thing in this world right now that is a worthy investment that has been the hedge for inflation year after year. Guys, that's gold and silver. Look, I invest in gold and silver and there's no reason why you should not either. My buddy, Dr. Kirk Elliott, is an economist and financial advisor and he is amazing at what he does by helping you get your 401ks, your IRAs, or just helping you purchase gold and silver bullion. 
You can give him a call at 720-605-3900 or go to getgoldtoday.com and let him know that Josh from the Red Pill Project sent you. Josh here from the Dark Delight Show. We are looking for small, medium, large businesses, philanthropies, organizations, nonprofits. If you have a business or a product and you are trying to get your name out there, but radio advertising is one of the best places to start. We're going to get you out there to multiple different geographics, and I'm telling you, it really does work. We have great spots available here on the Dark Delight Show as well as incredible advertising packages. All you have to do is email us at redpillstv at gmail.com or contact WYSL, and we'll get you taken care of. Dark Delight with Josh Reed on the WYSL stations. I want it all. I want it all. all right, we are back on the Dark Delight show. And we we're talking about the FBI whistleblower uh, that has just revealed himself to the public who is working with Congress, talking about how the FBI is weaponizing themselves and information and data, manipulating the data against Trump Republicans. Now, we've seen this in the February 22nd DHS memo, which labels anybody in the alternative media that goes against the current authority. If they go against the government narrative, they are disinformation artists and they are known as extremists or terrorists. That should concern everybody. The FBI had leaked documents that came from Special Agent Friend in June that basically labeled various different symbols, patriotic symbols, including the Betsy Ross flag, as extremist symbols. We know that with various executive orders and public uh, PEDs, which are presidential emergency action documents, that there are various stances that the president can issue through executive order in the, the, the crises of continuity of government, which is known COG. He can implement various different functions to detain American citizens suspend habeas corpus, okay, and put you and me in in detainment facilities, just like they did to the Japanese in World War II. One of these directives is known as Directive 51, passed by George W. Bush. And this is a Presidential Emergency Active Directive, which is supposed to be classified, but that one definitely was leaked because it concerned many people. You know, you got to wonder, where are we headed as a country When the government is organizing and weaponizing their own forces against the people that give them power. That is a scary thought. That is an incredibly disturbing fact. And so, remember what I said about Directive 51 though. Directive 51 only gets implemented when there is a problem with the continuity of government, which means a natural disaster, cataclysm, black swan event, global crises, something like that. What do we see coming up right now? See, in order to do something like Directive 51, they have to have this this narrative that, hey, these people are radicals and they're going to try to overthrow the government or, or they're, gonna, they, they're standing up against a continuity of government. This is why the FBI, the DHS, are putting these documents out there. Number one is because they allow funding for investigation. They're manipulating the data, but they're tracking you, me, and everybody else. But it gives them the narrative over a long period of time to justify their actions in the future. That's what's important to understand. They set the narrative and then they can justify the actions in the future based upon that narrative. 
That's what they're doing right now. So when the time does come that we have global economic collapse or the time does come that Russia goes to war uh, with NATO or China invades Taiwan or whatever the global crises becomes, they have the ability justified through their own logic to detain you, me, and everybody else who they perceive as a threat to the continuity of government. And I do see that that is where this is headed. That's the sad thing. That's the scary thing. And that's why we all need to be prepared. We all need to be ready for what's coming. Just a little shout out. I know if you guys have heard that, uh, that advertisement on the show, if you guys are one of those small, medium, large businesses or anybody who's looking to, uh, to get some ad spot time on this, uh, on this show, please just let us know. You can email me. That's the best way. R-E-D-P-I-L-L-S-T-V at gmail.com. That's the best way to go ahead and get a hold of us there. Um, moving on, Soylent Green, California has legalized the composting of human beings. Gavin Newsom has just signed into law a new legislation allowing dead bodies throughout the state to be, com- de- to be composted instead of buried and cremated. This is, I, I don't even know what to say about this. Assembly Bill 351 explicitly allows for the natural organic reduction, as they are calling it, beginning in 2027. Until then, dead bodies in California will have to be either buried or cremated. The NOR process involves putting human remains into a reusable container and surrounding it with wood chips, allowing it to acerate for microbial and bacterial growth. After about a month, all that is left is soil. As usual, the excuse for needing to turn deceased humans in the Soylent Green is that the planet, plagued by warming, we are told, is harmed by burial and cremation. Unlike cremation, the process avoids the burning of fossil fuels and emission of carbon monoxide, claims the San Francisco Gate. The National Geographic estimates that cremations in the U.S. alone emit about 360,000 metric tons of carbon dioxide a year. Um, 360,000 metric tons might seem like a big number, but uh, if you talk about the trillions of metric tons that are actually released by the planet each year, it's negligible. Another excuse is that COVID-19 pandemic exposed problems with the existing laws as funeral homes became overwhelmed with dead bodies needing one of the other two disposal options. AB 351 will provide an additional option for California residents that is more environmentally friendly and gives them another choice for burial. Um, and what they're going to do is they're going to grow gardens out of your, 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 your dead relatives. That's right. And so they'll break it down in the soil. And then in that soil, they're going to go ahead and plant some tomatoes, some beets, some carrots. All right. The question is, can Donald Trump declassify any documents. One of the big news stories out there is Trump says that he can declassify anything just by thinking about it. Well, guess what? Actually, he can. (laughs) So the president of the United States can go out there and he can declassify anything he wants. If it's a document, special access program, doesn't matter. He says, hey, this is a, this doesn't need to be kept from the people. I'm going to declassify. That's what the people vote him in for. And so he was actually right when he said that he can declassify anything. And so everything that we're talking about now with the feds going after him and the talks about indictment and everything like that are quite concerning. Because what they're trying to do is basically declare the information that Donald Trump declassified as NDI, National Defense Information, 
right? So here's the thing, is if Donald Trump declassified it, and at the time of declassification, it was not classified as NDI, National Defense Information, and then the Biden administration comes in and reclassifies it as NDI, that's illegal. They can't do that, right? Now, we've seen this before to where um, an administration comes in and reclassifies documents. And that's exactly what they're trying to do to Donald Trump. So don't be fooled by what the mainstream media is saying here. Donald Trump declassified all these documents. And then the Biden administration came in and reclassified them as NDI. Because that's the easiest way to put them under an umbrella of protection. And the reason they put them in under NDI is because it implicates the FBI. It implicates the Obama administration. It implicates the current the current occupier of the White House, Joe Biden. We're going to talk about more of that and much, much more tomorrow on another episode of Dark Ledger. I hope you guys have a fantastic day. We'll talk to you tomorrow.